Hey guys. Hi, mamas. Um, So today we have a bit of a hard episode. And if you are listening to this episode with the kids around in the car, driving to school or an activity, um, I suggest that maybe you pause and listen to this episode later because there is some vulgar content. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to Parenthood. Your life does not end here. Hi, I'm Chriselle Lim, mother of two. And I'm Sarah Son, also a mother of two. We are longtime friends and now mothers. This is Being Bumo, a podcast about all things parenting. We want to have honest conversations about motherhood so we can each define it for ourselves. We're here to build our village and we hope that you join us. Okay, so you've been out of town for a minute, a hot minute. Yeah. What what happened? What's going on? So I've been out of the country for three weeks. I first started in New York City, then Hamptons, then to London, and then to Malaysia and Singapore. And I have to tell you, mm-hmm. I wish you were in Singapore with me only because I got a chance to meet so many amazing parents, mm-hmm. especially mothers that came to see me or because uh, I had a little meetup. And they came to kind of like thank me uh, for just being so vulnerable with my story. But the amount of women, mothers specifically, that were saying how thankful they are for this podcast, I was actually really touched by because I don't know, you and I, we record this thinking that maybe someone might listen to it. We just do it for ourselves because we love talking to each other and and catching catching up. This is kind of our girl time together. But and of course, we have listeners all over the world, but majority here in the States. But to hear that all across the world, like on the other side of the globe, that other mothers are so moved by our weekly conversations. Mm-hmm. To me, I don't know that that really hit home for me because I feel like just us being honest and vulnerable and just be talk, talking about random things that we encounter and go through. It's actually helping other people, too. Yeah, And so it just made me miss you, but also <laughs> allowed me to feel so thankful that I have this platform with you to be able to to speak to other mothers that we might not know personally or get access to. So oh, I love that. Okay, well, next time you can take me. All yes. it takes is an invite. Oh my gosh. And the food is so good. I'm, I ate a lot. Anyways, how about you? What's going on? Well, um, good. Things are good. You know, school back and all that stuff. Um, I actually haven't told you something Something kind of big did happen while you were gone, and I was waiting. No, I'm not. Oh my god, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, please don't tell me that you're pregnant again no. on this podcast. No, that 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 shop is closed. Okay. Um, and it's actually kind of a little bit serious, mm. and a little bit something that really broke my heart. And you know, you kind of want to be positive, and you want to be like, it's okay, guys, like, we can do it. And and that's always, that usually is my attitude. And like, forgive and like, move on and let it go. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I generally want to be that person. I want to embody that for my children. And, you know, and just, you know, be grateful and whatnot. But oh my god, I'm getting emotional just thinking about it. And I know this is going to be the first time I'm telling you and catching you up on this. But a couple weeks ago, I was with our dear friend Lynette and my daughter and we got in the car to go get ice cream. It's uh-huh. 5 p.m. in the afternoon. It's still broad daylight out. And we go t- into our neighborhood to get ice cream. And um, 
a guy cuts me off at a red light. And so I'm like, okay, like obviously I'm annoyed and like, it's like really not safe driving. And so I'm like, fine. And we're all headed to the parking lot area. So he parks and I park a couple spots away from him because mm -hmm. that's kind of like where the parking space is in the neighborhood. And I see him still putting his coins and I'm like, I'm going to go say something because this is a small neighborhood and being a safe driver, it's important. It's, 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 it's something that is, I think something that needs to, you know, be respected. And so, mm -hmm. oh, sorry. Before that, like as I'm passing his parking spot, he gives me the finger. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. After he cut me off at a red light, okay. which was so unsafe. Okay. So now I'm like very upset and just feeling like, oh, this guy and like my daughter's with me. And actually she's the one that said, mom, I think that guy gave you the middle finger. Oh, and so like, she oh. saw it. She completely saw it. She's mm -hmm. the one that told me because I was already, I was driving looking forward. And so I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to say something. And usually I'm very like, let it go. Like it's not worth it. But I don't know that day feeling a little extra spicy. And I just went up to him and I said, you know, you just cut me off at a red light. And then gave me the finger and my daughter, who's barely 10, saw that. And it's like, it's really uncool. Like, why do you think it's okay to do that? Mm -hmm. And then he, he just started to insult me. And what did he say? Like, go F yourself. Go F yourself. I can do whatever I want. And I was like, no, you can't do whatever you want. You can't just cross a red light uh -huh. and cut me off and, and then give me the finger. And he was like, I can do whatever I want because this is a free country. Oh, wow. We're and if you don't like it, you can go back to your country. Oh. Mm -hmm. Oh, mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. And <laughs> honestly, at that second, I was like, I was trying to approach this guy about a traffic situation. Uh-huh. And he went full racist on me. Uh-huh. And I, like, honestly, I was so shocked that I had no words. Like, I wish I had a better comeback. And I, I've gone through all of the comebacks and all of the things I could have said, but didn't. I, I was just like, what? What? Yeah. Like, what? What did you just say? You know, and just feeling just shocked and insulted and so degraded. And so and my daughter was there um, and Lynn was there, our best friend. And so I, I don't know. It was just such a surreal moment for me. And even through everything that we've been going through the past few years, I've always been somebody who's like, you guys, we can fix this and we can like, still lift each other up and like you know i've always wanted to 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 say that to have that kind of messaging you know and at some point you realize like holy crap the level of hate and the level of entitlement is 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 like just in your face yeah and so i don't know it was such a shocking moment and i've been wanting to tell you about it um but i didn't want to do it over the phone or whatever yeah. but um, you know, I just, it took, this was two weeks ago. And even till this day, I just feel so violated. Yeah. And yeah, he didn't hit me or like he didn't, you know, it, it didn't get like to that level, but it shouldn't have to get to that yeah. level. Right. And so I just was just so heartbroken and disappointed and angered. Um, and my daughter was there and thank God, you know, and thank God Lynn was there too, because I don't know, I, I don't know what I would have, what would have happened. Um, and, you know, and she was there making sure that my daughter was safe. And then, and then Lynn, because we've been going through this for the past few years, she actually videoed the entire incident. Oh. 
I had I was not aware that she was doing it because I was like having this dialogue with this man and she was kind of just right behind my shoulder like videoing the whole thing. So uh, I have the video. She I, knew. She knew. She knew. Just in case. I think she told me later. She's like, just in case it became more physical or just whatever. Um, she wanted to document it. Yeah. So I'm going to. So we're going to play just the audio. We have both video and audio, but we are only going to play the audio because I also don't want to like expose the guy's face because that's just what I do. Okay. So we will play the audio of this man insulting me. It does include the racial slur. So again, if you're with the kids, um, I suggest that you pause the episode and listen to it later because it, it gets pretty bad. What do you think you can do that? Why do you think you can do that? I can do whatever the fuck I want. It's a free country. You don't like it? Get back to your fucking... Did you... Yeah, that happened. And it it just... I mean, I see it was really, really emotional still. Yeah. Like what... what... Well, this is also the first time I'm kind of sharing it outside of So what is bringing these emotions out for you? I think for me is... I think feeling kind of foolish in some way because when all of this was happening I just kept saying like you guys like let's just you know let's stay positive and let's educate people and like it's not that I was minimizing the incidents that happened before obviously because they're so in your face but I think I was feeling very like I don't know what the right word is like I was like you guys we should just like focus on the good things you know not everybody's like that I mean you know, kind of living in your own bubble in a kind sense. Kind of living in my own uh-huh. bubble and kind of thinking like, you guys, not everyone's like that. Like, let's not be, like, let's not, like, almost like I felt like I was saying, like, let's not be so angry about it, yeah. you know? And I think that was really naive and foolish of me to say. Um, and I hate that it had to happen to me for me to really understand it. Yeah. Um, and I think it's because, like, right not growing up in the States, like, I'm not aware of like all of this racial tension everywhere. Like I'm yeah. like, oh, actually for me being Asian was like a really positive experience right. where I grew up. Um, so so then I'm like, you know, and so now seeing it in broad daylight in my neighborhood, which is like a very small family oriented neighborhood here in Los Angeles, just I think gave me this dose of reality. Yeah. That was, that's hard to swallow. Almost maybe you felt like you were naive before. Yeah. 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 I think that's what it is. Yeah. It was, it was awful. I mean, I think that unfortunately, until you truly experience it yourself, you try to understand it as best as you can, yeah. but you truly don't feel it and like be able to understand the hurt that some people actually experience right. until you go through it yourself. Right, right? Until it opens your eyes. Yeah, because yeah. we've heard countless amount of stories these past, what, two years? Yeah. A hate crimes, but now it actually happened to you. Yeah. And obviously not minimizing the situation, but on a much smaller scale. Yes. Compared yeah. to what a lot of these of elders course. and not just elders, just like random women, Asian, like yeah. Asian women that yeah. are going through that are being attacked. Now you're just like, wow. Like I saw it in the eyeballs of this yeah. man. Yeah. yeah. I saw the, like when he said those words to me, he meant it. Yeah. Like at his core. You saw the hatred. And I think that is what really just, just, just made me so sad. Yeah. Yeah, It also broke you. Yeah. 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 I mean. And and my daughter experienced the whole thing. She saw the whole thing. Okay. Can we talk about that? Because I want to understand the, how she took it. And then Mm -hmm. also 
after that experience, how you're able to explain it to her. I mean, she saw the whole thing. Then, so I think what happened was Lynn was videoing the incident. So I think the man eventually realized it, even though he was cussing at me the entire two minutes or whatever it was. And then he did get back into his car. I think maybe he did get scared because Lynn was videoing him. And then he drove off. So obviously he parked there because he had to go run an errand or meet somebody. But for whatever reason, after he, after that happened, he got into the car and drove off. Mm-hmm. So then at that moment, I'm still processing and processing and processing. We go to the ice cream shop. I get the ice cream for Sophie, for my daughter. And then she was like, mom, why were you fighting with that man? And so then I was at that moment, I was just like trying to distract. And I was like, we'll talk about it later. Let's let's get the ice cream first and like get home. Um, and so I was like, which one do you want? Like which flavor? And we're getting through the line and having the ice cream. We walk back to the car. We get back into the car and drive home. And then after I have a moment to think about it, you know, I did tell her like, this is what happened. And I just, I just told her straight exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. And she was like, he was so mean mom. And Mm -hmm. I was like, he really was. And nobody should ever speak to you that way. And um, we talked about like what it means to stand up for yourself and what it means to know who you are and what you're worth and why Nobody should talk to you about that yeah. way in, in, in any situation and how some people really have a lot of sadness and hate in their heart mm-hmm. and why we really, you know, work against that in every possible way. Yeah. And and that that was kind of the conversation I had with her. And did she understand fully? She completely understood. And, and this is this is not first. This is not the first conversation we're having about this. Obviously, we've talked about it for the past couple of years in an age-appropriate way that she can understand what is happening. So it's not the first time we have this conversation. But I just, I was sad that I I didn't have experiences like this growing up. Mm-hmm. I just didn't. And so for me, again, I'm like, you guys, like, you know, it's let's be positive or whatever. But I think it was really sad for me to know that, like, these are going to be real experiences for my daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Chris, are you looking for a nutritious and delicious snack for the whole family? I mean, always. Well, look no further than Perfect Bar. Have you tried these? Oh, my God, girl. I am their biggest fan. <laughs> they I are so good. I love Perfect Bar. I mean, a little too much, to be honest. Uh, their cookie dough. It is so incredible. So it's made with freshly ground peanut butter, organic honey, and 20 organic superfoods, like protein bars and little snack sized bars too. They are all so good, but not only just good, but they're also good for you. And I'm sure that everyone will find something that they love because they have so many amazing flavors. So I've been trying to work out and be more consistent. And this is the bar that I take in my gym bag and have one right after I work out. Mm, it is a really good after workout snack. And Perfect Bar knows it will be love at first bite. So for a limited time, they're offering you a chance to try their refrigerated protein bars for free. Okay, Chris, listen to this. Here's how it works. Sign up for email or text and upload a picture of your receipt from your local grocery store and they'll reimburse you for the cost of one bar directly into your Venmo or PayPal account. They're going to pay you to basically try it out. Yes. That's crazy. Okay, we're going to try that right now. Okay, I mean, but... Okay, fine. Okay. I already tried every single flavor. But, but like... at least, but you can get a free one. <laughs> All you have to do is go to perfectsnack.com slash Bumo to get a free Perfect Bar today. That's perfectsnacks.com slash Bumo to get a free Perfect Bar today. Happy snacking. I've been using the Yipes wipes and they're very effective to remove all of the icky stuff that our kids get into. And even though I have older kids, 
the messes don't stop. <laughs> I love this brand because they are wipes for kids' faces and hands, and they're designed to teach kids to develop independent, healthy habits. There's nothing more annoying when you have to chase your kids around and trying to get them to wash their faces when they could do it themselves, right? And I love that it's started by a mom who developed Yipes Wipes to embrace the messy side of growing up. And messes are a great way to learn, grow, and have fun. So still embracing that, right? And I also love that there's no parabens, petroleum. It's 99% plant-driven. It's hypoallergenic. It's dermatologist-tested. It's 98% water. It's also plastic-free wipes. So you can feel good about using them. And also it's 94% the so you can feel good about using them. And it's 94% biodegradable and not tested on animals. You know, they come in these individual little sachets. So they're perfect for on the go. And we have them in backpacks, lunch boxes, and all of the different sporty backpacks that they have. And I find them incredibly convenient and easy to use. So if you guys want to try them out, and I think you should, go to yipes.com slash bumo for 20% off. Once again, that's yipes.com slash BUMO or just insert the BUMO code at checkout for 20% off at yipes.com. Growing up is messy and yipes wipes to the rescue. Hey, this is Alexis Haynes. Join me every Monday for a new episode of my podcast, Recovering from Reality. Whether you're on the road to recovery, seeking self-care techniques for surviving the capitalist machine, or just need a moment to remember that you're not alone in your loneliness. I'm here to deliver intimate conversations and expert insights to empower you on the road towards authentic wellness. So are you ready to recover from reality? You know, as negative as the experience was, and obviously we never want to put our kids through that situation. Well, I'm I'm really glad that it happened in front of Sophia. Yeah, I mean... You know why? I, I, I'm, I'm saddened it happened in front of Sophia. I, I understand that we live in the real world. The world is tough. It's, but for me, honestly, I treasure the fact that I can raise my kids in a bubble and protect them for as long as possible and save their innocence for as long as possible. I get that at some point they will have to face harsh realities. For me, though, and I understand that this is a privilege, um, I, I actually hate that man for robbing my daughter of some of her innocence mm -hmm. because that's what he did that that afternoon yeah. he showed her what real hate looks like and yes you know she, it's a dose of reality for her but I believe that it's important to protect yeah. our kids for a while not forever but for as long as possible and Give them a sense of security. Give them a sense of safety. Give them a sense of there is goodness in this world. Like yeah. I, I've worked really hard for that, to be honest. Yeah. And I, I kind of hate him for that. I hate him yeah. for, for robbing her of that part of her innocence and childhood. Yeah. I, I understand that. I, I, yeah. I, I see why you're still so angered and emotional by, by the situation beyond just the actual physical hate is yeah. because of what he robbed your daughter of right yeah yeah so so yeah. i see that and i'm not saying like they're gonna live in like you know little paradise forever but i think kids do need to feel safe and for a while i think as a parent that is probably the hardest thing right because you want to protect them and have them live in this bubble 
for as long as you can and have them create kind of be in their own little world, they, their little safe zone yeah, with I do. you. Um, I think all parents want that for their kids until something like this happens. Right. Yeah. But but my thing is, at least it happened when you were there. Yeah. At least yeah. at least this dose of reality that that your daughter experienced that you never want your kids to experience happen when you were there and you were able to walk her through it and explain it to her. Yeah. I think that is such a gift yeah. versus her experiencing it on her own at school or somewhere else yeah. by a friend or a random kid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so good and bad. Good and bad. Good and bad. But I think that that That's is the reality of parenting, right? Yeah, of course. There's good and there's bad. And I think, again, the hardest thing is letting things happen outside of your control and just allowing them to experience it as is. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully as she gets older, it doesn't have to be, have to be a racist incident. It could right. be any bullying incident. It could be any situation where she feels like, oh, my mom set up for herself so I can do that too. So you yeah. almost made it okay. I'm going to tell you an, a story that I experienced, which has, it's actually probably polar opposite of your own experience. What? It's tell actually me. pretty funny, um, but it was an example. Your whole story actually reminded me of what I went through in Hawaii with my kids. And I, I purposely set it up so my daughter could go see me confront this man. Um, of course you did. Yeah. Wanna tell me. Um, and again, not to diminish like your situation because your situation was pretty severe and very serious. Mine was when I was shopping. Okay, that counts. (laughs) We all shop. (laughs) So I was in Hawaii with my family, my parents and my girls um, for our annual kind of Hawaii summer trip. And we went to like the one shopping center there and we were at Prada. Mm -hmm. Um, And I decided that I wanted to splurge on some bags. So I got myself some bags. Um and there was only one sales associate there. He was this young um young man. Um you know, I think he he was like Korean or a whole I don't know, some Asian descent. And I could tell he was flustered because he was the only person there. And I think in Hawaii there's a rule where like you could only have so many people in the store at a time. So there was maybe about like four of us in the store, but he was so incredibly rude to me in front of my kids. Mm -hmm. Like, and my mom wanted to come in, but he was so flustered by something because he had another customer that wanted something. And I was like, oh, when you have time. Oh, he was a sales rep. Yeah, he was a sales rep. Mm -hmm. Um, And they closed the door after like there's max capacity. I was like, okay, when, when they leave, um, my mom is outside the the store. Can we let her in? And he was just so f- frustrated for whatever reason. He started yelling at me and in front of Chloe. And he was like saying something. I couldn't even understand him. But he was so, so rude. Um, and to the point where he was rolling his eyes at me. And my daughter saw that. Chloe was like, Mommy, he just rolled his eyes. I was like, oh. We don't do that. My gosh. One, we don't do that. Right. Two, I'm buying a lot of bags from you. So, right. I mean, like, either way, you just like, don't do that. Right. Like, whether you're buying or not, right? And so, 
anyways, I just stayed in the store until the other people left. Um, he finally let my mom in, but he was also snapping. He was shouting at my mom too. And he was like, what about? I don't know. He was just like, like get he, back in line or like, no, he was just store? like, the store was really full, uh-huh. but I'm going to let you in because um, like, you know, I just don't have time right now. Yeah. But it so, doesn't matter. He was being, he was just so rude. Right. To the point where my daughter, Chloe, was able to see that. And so I was like, okay, whatever, it's fine. Usually my natural tone is like, okay, just ignore it. He's probably having a bad day. So I did ignore it. I got the bags and we left. For whatever reason, I felt really upset about it. Because he wasn't just rude to me. He was rude to my kids and my mom. I also had friends there that came. And he was also very rude to them. And so I was... I just kept thinking about it. I was like, all day I was in my head. I was like, this guy was so rude. And it just, it it just upset me in a different way. And I just couldn't think, I couldn't stop thinking about it. And so the next day I was like, you guys, let's go back to the shopping center. <laughs> and I and usually- Start some stuff up. I usually never do this. Usually I'm just like, oh, uh, just ignore it. Right. I'm like but for whatever reason, I was compelled to go back to the shopping center. And so- um, I was like, we're going to go back to Prada. <laughs> Hopefully he's still there. And Chloe was like, why are you going back to Prada? That guy was so mean to you. And I was like, well, he was really mean. And mommy, it did not sit well with mommy. So mommy is going to go tell him something in a very nice way. I'm going to go tell him how he made me feel. Mm-hmm. And so I intentionally set that up. So she, I, I just didn't want to leave there knowing that she saw me get quote unquote, bullied and me being quiet and okay with it. That's the bigger picture here. So that's why I think that's why I was like so upset that my kids were there and I didn't say anything. It changes the whole situation. Because I think if I was by myself, I've been like, F you, like I'm just going, right? But because Chloe saw everything and she's at the age kind of where she sees everything and mimics everything. And I'm like, I just don't want her to be in a situation where she was like, Mommy was quiet. Someone was mean. It's fine. Yeah. Right. So I think that's why it really bothered me. And so I went back and I was like, Chloe, I'm going to go back and say something to this guy, but I'm going to do it in a very respectful way. And hopefully he gets it. Right. And she was like, okay. And so she came with me. Thankfully he was there. And I was like, and he was like, oh, hello, Miss Lim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he remembered. He remembered me. I was like, hey, um, I'm not sure if you remember me, but we came here to shop yesterday. And I just want to let you know that I was really, really offended by how you were treating me and my family, my mom and my kids. And I, 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 I just couldn't stop thinking about it and how you made us feel. And then he was just like, I think he was really shocked. He was like, I am so sorry. He was like, he was like, I was, he's like, this is not an excuse, but I was having the worst day yesterday. Okay, so at least he recognized. He recognized yeah. it and he apologized. And he was like, um, I am so embarrassed and you guys didn't deserve that. I realized what, I, how I treated you guys after you guys left. And I'm so embarrassed about it. I'm so sorry. I hope you will accept my apology. And I was like, apology accepted. That is totally okay. We all have bad days, but you know, it was important for me to hear that from you because it really offended me and it didn't sit well with me. And Chloe was there watching and I was like, yes, this is 
exactly what I wanted her to experience is that mommy put her foot down and said, no, you're not going to treat me like this. And the guy apologized and I accepted his apologies and it was all good. And then it's a circle and you can move on. Yes. Yes. And so she had a million questions for me after we left. She's like, what happened? I was like, well, you saw he apologized. Mm -hmm. And sometimes people do have bad days and they don't mean some of the things that they say. But the more important thing was he sincerely apologized and I could tell that he really felt embarrassed. So mommy accepted his apologies and and we're all good now and we could go on with our day. And she's like, okay. (laughs) And that was it. So I just tried this new French-inspired beauty supplement and skincare. The brand is called Reservage and its support claims to support and promote beauty from the inside out and outside in. I tried their powder collagen uh, kind of supplement and I feel really good. I just feel good that I'm doing something for myself. They have a newly relaunched with an eye-catching, bold new look. They provide women of all ages and backgrounds with science-backed, proven products that support radiant health well-being, and natural beauty. So I tried their hand and foot cream, which is insanely moisturizing. I have the driest feet. That's kind of gross. And <laughs> normal moisturizers just don't don't get the job done. <laughs> but this Thank one, you for sharing that. <laughs> yes, TMI. But this one definitely did. And I'm very, very happy with the result. So I will probably continue to use it, especially... With fall and winter coming around, I think that is very important for myself. And with self-care as a starting point, Reservage is redefining their approach to beauty with a holistic mindset, a purpose-filled vision, and product innovation driven by the evolving needs of women through every age and stages of their life. They also have like this neck cream. Never in my wildest dreams did I think that I would need a neck cream because I thought I would be forever young. But I am starting to see a little sagginess, a little sagginess on my neck. So perfect timing for me to receive and try out their neck cream. Um, So get 30% off your product order at Reservage.com with code BUMO30. Again, that's code BUMO30 for 30% off your first product order at Reservage. We've been using KiwiCo for a long time. And you know what? One of my favorite things, and we don't talk about this part of KiwiCo enough, is their magazine. It's a, called the Tinkerzine. And it's this additional piece to the actual hands-on project. Mm. The magazine is full of insightful anecdotes and examples and just deepens the concept and deepens the concept that they have chosen to explore that month. So I really, really love the magazine from KiwiCo. You're right. I, I do... I don't think we talk about, I don't think anyone talks about it enough. It's like one of those things that you get with your crate and it's just so brilliant. And they're learning so much. They're engaged and they're just having so much fun creating and learning about this object or this project that they're creating. And that's what I love most about KiwiCo is that it creates a lifelong love for learning amongst the kids. They don't feel like it's a chore. They want to do it because it's so much fun. This is such a great way to cultivate the child's natural creativity, like you said, Chris. And honestly, it's so nice to have a box delivered to your door every month because I don't have to think about it. I don't have to think like, what kind of artsy or STEM project can I do for my kids to enrich their afternoon? It's just right there and they can just work on it when they have free time. So I love KiwiCo. We've been talking about it for many, many months. And so we really encourage you 
to try it. And with Bumo, you can get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with our code Bumo at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at KIWICO.com, promo code Bumo. Your story reminded me, obviously your setup was much more severe and much more serious, but it reminded me of what I wanted Chloe to take away from this situation. And I think that's what you did with, with, with your daughter. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. I think so. And I, and we still talk about it. Like, okay, so this was the other thing about the incident is that then, well, first of all, I looked at the video and I was even like on video, it looks really bad because oh, he's, he's really upset. Like, foaming at his mouth he's like his spit is coming out from the video because he's so agitated that he crossed the red line gave me the finger you know and then I guess he was upset because I confronted him but and then and then but then I kept saying like okay well at least he didn't hit me or like at least he didn't like I don't know justify it yes I try to justify or minimize it because Lynn you know then we're discussing with my husband and we report it. I was like, what? I'm not going to report it. There's nothing to report. It's not like the cops are going to do anything about it or whatever. I was like, or should we share the video everywhere? And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. I don't like that either. Yeah. So, you know, and so I was, yes, minimizing, making excuses for his behavior. Like maybe he's having a bad day. No, no, no. I looked him in the eyeballs and saw his like total I don't know what it's called. Hate, I guess, right? Hatred, yeah. Yes. And so I kept saying like, oh my God, let it go. Obviously, I couldn't let it go, which is why, you know, I was like, I'm going to talk about it in the pod and like tell Chris about it. But also, I did end up making a report. So this is something I did want to share too, is that, you know, even though I did did make a small report on it, um, there's nothing going to happen, but at least, oh, what happened was, then I'm researching online how to have this conversation or how to think about it or process it. And I did come across a video from um, the Korean American Coalition. And then there's an officer there who says that we should report even hate incidents, which Mm. is what this falls into in this category. It's not a hate crime, but a hate incident because they can keep tabs on either the person or the neighborhood it's happening Mm. just to make sure that it doesn't continue. And if it does, they can reinforce the area. And just another reason, another reason to do it is because it's just the right thing to do. Like right. I, you should report an incident like this. Um, whether so what they, happens when you report an incident? You just fi- you just like fill out a form. Got it. And okay. It just gets filed. Yeah. Got but it. At least to it's the like, city? Or? To the city. Okay. Yeah. So at least there's like one more number of another incident. So, you know, when we look at the paper and it's like, there's 2,000 hate crimes or 2,000 incidents this month or whatever, oh, that's part of I the reporting, see. right? And, so and it is important. It is important. Yeah. So you need, we need the neighbors we need, if you are a victim or if something happened, you should report it. Not that it's going to happen, not that you're going to press charges, but just to keep tabs on what is happening. Mm. Yeah. And I didn't know that. So I learned that this past week. Um, and I talked about it with my daughter. And it was just a way, again, like what you're saying, it's just a way for us to say, like, we're going to stand up for ourselves. Yeah. Even if doesn't technically, like, he's not actually reprimanded. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I think this is the bigger picture and for yeah. her to understand that too. I think that's really important. Yeah. And so do you just fill it out online? Like if people are experiencing this, like how do they get the form? I think the two options that the officer gave on the video was to find an officer at the scene. That would have been one option if I'd known. And the second one is to go into an actual police station. To oh, okay. File so you went to a yeah. physical police station yeah. to file the report. Mm-hmm. Got it. And it's simple and 
Did they ask you to describe the man or? Um, not really. Okay. Yeah, it's not like it's now we're going to be like this big thing. They just want you to file the report and then they submit it to the supervisor and that's kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah. this is also, especially if it's happening in your city and your yeah. community, I think it's important to report those because it is putting tabs on kind of what's going on in your city. Yeah. And, and they do become reports, actual yeah. numbers. Yeah. yeah. But I had the video and then I sent it to like my immediate neighbors uh-huh. and I was like just want to make sure this isn't someone's grandfather because it was an elder like an older man like I would say early 60s mid 60s and I was like just want to make sure this isn't like someone's grandpa or father-in-law or something because I had a pretty like nasty encounter you know and everybody in my circle at least were like no we don't even know who this guy is we've never seen him and most of these our families have lived in our neighborhood for 15 years. So it could have been a visitor. Uh, it could have been a visitor. Yeah, it could have yeah. been a tourist of sorts. Who knows? But anyway, it's, I guess like the bigger thing is, you know, to, to, for me, it, for me, it really was a moment, a personal moment of standing up for myself in all the levels, even just going up to him about the traffic incident yeah. for me was standing up for myself. And then, and then, you know, like you say, it's, say, it's trying to set an example for my daughter because it's definitely going to happen. I mean, I think that's bottom line. What this episode is about is yeah. setting an example for our kids by standing up for ourselves. And it's not easy. Especially really with Asian like, American women. Like, I, this is not my natural being to do that, not, right? It, it really takes you out of your comfort yeah. zone. Yeah. Everything against what we've learned to do. Yeah. To just actually, sit quietly. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm really proud of you. Yeah, I'm really, really proud of you for doing that. Um, and I think this, not the hate incident, but I think this needs to happen more in our community of a lot of Asian Americans listen to this episode, but yeah. just women in general, um, to stand up for yourself, yeah, right? Speak up. And speak up yeah. and be able to um, not just demand what you deserve, but also to set an example for your kids. And it's not just for yourself anymore. It's really for the next generation. And we have to do that because then we don't want our our kids to think being complacent is okay. Yeah, right? and to be disrespected is okay. Yeah. 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 So. Anyway, thank- so that's what's been going on while you were gone. <laughs> okay, wow. Well, thank you for sharing. Is that when you guys sent me that photo of the wine? Like you guys were no, drinking together? No, that was, a, that was a, like a few days later. Still processing that incident, but... Oh that was gosh, a okay. Day. Okay, well, oh, I'm so sorry that you went through that, but thank you for sharing that with me and everyone on the pod. I know that it was a very emotional experience, but hopefully you guys um, are also inspired by how Sarah stood up for herself and also encouraged by um, just demanding better right well thank you so much for listening guys um i hope that you guys enjoy this episode let us know your thoughts comments let us know if you've ever experienced any hate um within the past few years and how you've been standing up for your kids and your kind of i guess own little incidents that would really inspire our community we would love to share more stories maybe next week um we'll share more stories of what you guys have shared with us so thank you so much for listening don't forget to rate and subscribe to our podcast and we will see you next week bye bye guys
Thank you so much for listening. We want to keep this conversation going with you. So please leave us a DM on Instagram and make sure to follow us and subscribe to our podcast. And we would love it if you left us a review. Also, if you're in the Los Angeles area, make sure to visit us at Bumo Work at Westfield Century City Shopping Center. And if you're looking for educational-based content entertainment for your little ones, visit us at www.bumobrain.com or at Bumo Brain on Instagram. <laughs>